Welcome back to Morning Trade Live. Stocks doing all right this morning. No fade in a break from recent pattern. And when we look to geopolitics, no real bad news flow worsening. That seems to have crude oil down. But domestically here, we got to talk about what's happening with spending from the White House. Even though stimulus is not a word that's been in our lexicon lately, it's still one and a half trillion of a spending plan passed by the House. Let's talk about it with Mike Townsend, Vice President of Legislative and Regulatory Affairs at Charles Schwab. Mike, great to have you back. Good to be with you, Oliver. Appreciate that. So one and a half trillion dollars is a lot, uh, but a spending bill uh, to fund the government, not quite the same as an economic injection, right? Yeah, that's right, Oliver. I mean, this is the kind of normal spending. This is the bill that funds every federal agency, every federal program. And it was actually supposed to be passed last fall. Of course. The government's (laughs) fiscal year starts on October 1st. And uh, the reality is that it took this long in part because it's, you know, partisan wrangling over everything. But the thing that that, uh, unlocked it was the bipartisan support for aid for Ukraine, military and, and humanitarian uh, humanitarian aid for Ukraine. And that started at about six and a half billion dollars within a couple of days. It was up to 13.6 billion. And I think that was really what kind of drove this across the finish line and got the rest of the funding bill done. So mm. uh, it was good news, I think, for uh, for everyone. Republicans wanted more spending on defense. They got it. Uh, Democrats wanted more spending on domestic uh, priorities. They got that. So I think everyone walked away uh, pretty happy. Okay, so relative to kind of baseline assumptions, this is pretty baseline, right? Funding the government should have been uh, done earlier. We're not exactly patting ourselves on the back necessarily, but at least um, there was some uh, unanimity over the support for Ukraine. But apart from that, it doesn't really change any of our other equations for figuring out whether or not there's more stimulus, et cetera. That's right. I mean, this is Congress's most basic responsibility each year, right, is to fund every government program, every federal agency. Like I said, they're supposed to do it by October 1st. They didn't get it done until March this year. Now they're going to start up again to try to get next year's funding going. But, yeah, this is not anything special or anything out of the ordinary uh, in terms of stimulus or other kinds of spending. This is just the basic funding of the government. Does it potentially open the door if there's good feelings after passing a budget bill? Can those translate into restarted talks over either COVID aid? Is that still a subject uh, as cases uh, plummet here in the U.S. or a broader infrastructure stimulus? Yeah, you know, Oliver, I don't think a lot of the goodwill that uh, that came out of this is necessarily going to carry over. And I think the thing to watch now is can the Democrats get together on some slimmed down version of what used to be called the Build Back Better Act last fall? Nobody uses that term here in Washington. It's been banned. They're going to kind of try to come up with some other name uh, for it. But they're going to try to narrow it down. And the president in his State of the Union address outlined some of his priorities, uh, lowering prescription drug costs, um, climate change, national paid leave program, maybe an increase in the minimum wage, and try to find some common ground just within the Democrats to uh, potentially get that across the finish line. I think it's going to get tougher and tougher to do that as we head into the uh, spring and summer of the midterm election year. Uh, But they're going to try to get this together. And I think we'll know probably by uh, the end of next month whether there's any realistic chance for uh, another big bill, kind of like the infrastructure bill that passed in, uh, in the fall. 
Okay. Uh, Mike, uh, thinking about uh, any potential aces up the sleeve, wild cards, and the uh, we're still in the first half of this year, but uh, we're clipping along at a pretty fast pace here. We're in March, and we're ready for the first Fed rate hike. Uh, how does that factor in at all to kind of the near-term conversation? Uh, is this uh, generally going to be the outlet for the president to battle inflation, let Powell do his thing? Or is there going to be more put back on the table, you know, if numbers and inflation start to cool or if, if the market stays under pressure, will there be uh, a response to try and get some more spending done and more stimulus done? Yeah, I think there's no question that the administration first is going to let the Fed do its thing. Uh, obviously, we should see a, a 25 basis point hike uh, tomorrow. And I, I'll be watching to sort of see what the rest of the statement says. Does the Fed lay out a clear path for future hikes? And how much do they hedge what they say based on uh, some of the uncertainties that Powell has talked about around the Russia-Ukraine war and, and the impacts on that? But then I think that the Democrats would really like to pass something that sort of targeted money at some of the key issues uh, like rising prescription drug prices, uh, like rising child care and elder care costs. Mm. And I think they'd like to do that at the, at the same time uh, as the, the Fed is doing its work. Uh, but the reality is it's hard to pass legislation that directly targets things like gas prices. It's, it's hard to target legislation really specifically at some of the things that people are, are feeling every day in terms of increased prices. So it's a little bit of a challenge, I think, for Congress and for the president. They want to get something done before the midterm elections that will make a real difference in, in inflation. But uh, getting that done... I think it's going to be pretty tricky. So we're going to have to watch how this plays out. And, and uh, mm. I expect the Fed is going to take the lead on this. As far as uh, other uh, potential uh, regulatory actions, there is a meeting coming up uh, from the SEC to potentially uh, talk about uh, strict, more stringent rules on how companies disclose climate change exposure and risk. Is there going to be appetite for that when the conversation kind of shifted dramatically to the need for more oil the last couple of weeks? Yeah, I think it's ironic how this has kind of, uh, uh, you know, come together in that way. But, you know, this is something that the SEC chairman, Gary Gensler, has prioritized for months. They've really been pushing uh, to get this increased disclosure for public companies around climate risk and their impact on uh, how climate change is affecting the bottom line. I, I think it's a good thing for investors. I mean, I think this is kind of information that would be useful uh, there's a lot of concern about how deep it's going to go, about whether it's going to be comparable information you know, across different types of companies, and frankly, whether it will survive a legal challenge. I think there's some open questions uh, about whether this could survive a legal challenge, and I certainly expect there will be a legal challenge to it. But Monday is the day uh, next week when the SEC will vote to put out the proposal. And Keep in mind that this is just a proposal. There's a public comment period that's going to take a while uh, before this goes into effect. But ultimately, I think the goal is to get more information to investors on climate change and climate risk and how it affects uh, individual companies. I think that's probably a good thing. A lot of investors want to see that kind of information. Great stuff, Mike, as always, uh, giving us a lowdown on what's happening in D.C. Thanks so much. Appreciate it. Very helpful. Glad to be with you. Thanks. Absolutely. Thank you very much, Mike Townsend, Vice President of Legislative and Regulatory Affairs at Charles Schwab.